0: Casey. Michelle? You
1: ready to do this?
0: Yeah, let's get into it. Na, 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 these are the lyrics to the Casey and Michelle show. I love it. <laughs> it is still really bad because I keep forgetting to work on it before we start the recording.
1: That'll be your New Year's resolution if if you don't get it done before.
0: Oh yeah, that. We're doing that. We're having, I'm, we're having I'm, New I'm, Year's
1: again? I'm giving you a New Year's resolution.
0: <laughs> oh, God. That's terrifying. You can give me
1: one, too, but mine for you is the lyrics.
0: Okay. I just forgot we're going to pretend to have another year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's going to happen again?
1: Another you know, year of us sitting around doing nothing? I
0: mean, can you imagine what we're going to be doing on December 31st and being like, hey, remember how six weeks from now, a year ago, we stopped our lives and we stopped leaving apartments and we stopped socializing and it's been 11 months and it feels like a week, but it also feels like five years. So it's very complicated.
1: And it'll still be lasting for several months after that. So it's like,
0: and then I also don't want it to go back to normal because like my agoraphobia and my social anxiety and the expectation to like wear pants with buttons and zippers (laughs) is just like too much for me now.
1: Yeah, I think I've worn jeans maybe three times since March. And that yeah. was only because I was like out and about and I yeah. couldn't, couldn't wear sweatpants. And yeah.
0: it was very exciting to learn that they still fit. And you're like, oh, okay. All right. It's not as bad as I thought it was. Okay. Yeah.
1: Every once in a while, I got to put on real pants just to make sure your obesity isn't out of control. Yeah.
0: Because, th- <laughs> I mean, you're not trying to go to a store to get new pants either, right? Like- no, exactly. <laughs> got to make it work. Make it work, people. Thank you, Tim Gunn. <laughs> Thank you, Tim Gunn. Love All right. It. But yeah, um, we got some new announcements this week, this, uh, the past couple of weeks. Some, some things have uh, come, like, a, Arisen. in terms of voting. Yeah, things have been awarded or nominations have come out.
1: Yeah, so the big one that came out this week was the Grammy nominations, which, um, for those that don't know, the Grammys are January 21st. They're going to be hosted by Trevor Noah. Um, And so, yeah. So the announcements came out this week in terms of nominations. Really, I mean, once again, the Grammys just don't really seem to know what the hell they're doing. Um, This year, Beyoncé actually had the most nominations with nine, despite the fact that she didn't actually release an an album.
0: Okay, thank you for clarifying because immediately I was like... Lemonade two came out. When did it or
1: no? She had a bunch of songs. Um, like she had Black Parade, which came out right around oh, the Black yeah. Lives Matter time, and then obviously she was on the Savage song with Megan The Stallion, who she's gotten a lot of. noms she's one of the ones that makes sense, and I will predict that she'll probably win Best New Artist because,
0: I mean, she should. Who else is there to mention this year you know, when you a, think of oh, a okay.
1: lot of people in the best new artists and Phoebe Bridger Bridgers or oh. whoever you pronounce her name who already has two albums was put in there and people are like, why is she considered a best new artist when she's had other albums? So again, like a lot of confusion um, after Beyonce, the top other nominations are between Taylor swift roddy rich and duo lipa who each got six nominations who's roddy rich a rapper that i don't even like so i mean he is really big but i don't like any of his songs i mean he's in this new generation of rap music where everything sounds the same and to me it's not a thing but i guess to the gen zers and the younger millennials he's a big deal Mm -hmm. um but i think the bigger news is more of the snubs so The weekend, who Casey and I have seen in concert, who I do not <laughs> like live, but is actually going to be performing the halftime show at the Super Bowl this year. His song, Blinding Lights, actually is the longest-running song in the Billboard Hot 100 ever. And his album... like It's with- ever? Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. It's and- e- I
1: mean, I hear it all the time, but yeah, wow. And his album is, like, I think the best, commercial of all of his albums um he has he was not nominated for anything and that caused a lot of uproar i mean he posted something on twitter about the grammys being corrupt you had other um celebrities including drake and elton john who like came to his defense and were like this is unacceptable how is he not being nominated for anything Dixie Chicks weren't nominated for anything despite their first album in, like, 14 years and their album... Again, I'm not a huge fan of theirs, but, like...
0: They're any, still good.
1: Yeah, and their album, I think it's called Gaslighter, like, their album was really, like, also was really well-received. And um,
0: political and made a statement and... Yeah. yeah.
1: And um, posthumous awards for Mac Miller pop smoke juice world none of them were received so it's a very like what were they thinking type of deal um other interesting moves were justin bieber's album changes which should have been like he came out and said this should have been an r&b album like that's if you listen to it, it is very r b but it was put under um pop album
0: i saw his statement okay yeah
1: and i mean the Justin Bieber one, like, I kind of understand. I think it goes back to the Grammys have always had a lot of issues in terms of diversity. They, this is the first year Urban is taken out of the title of the best Urban album. It's called, like, Progressive album.
0: Which means completely different statement than Urban.
1: Like, Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, if you remember, but. There was the previous CEO, president, um, he had said like two years ago when there were very few women who had nominated, he was like, women need to step up. It's very tone deaf, the Academy. And so I think they're, again, just showcasing that they have no idea what they're doing. I mean, even people were saying Harry Styles. He should have gotten more nominations. Oh
0: yeah. I think the album's great. I think he
1: only got one or two album nom, like one or two nominations. But um yeah, his album is great. He's this is the first time anyone from One Direction even got nominated. Um and they your all- boy
0: Zayn, you feel like definitely should have gotten more attention well, earlier you know, i mean you really like that album like
1: you know how i feel about zine but even yeah, i mean i think harry style's previous album is better was than this better one.
0: accurate just like a couple notches above but but both of them definitely are um a, a big like delight from what you kind of would expect almost like a disappointment from a boy band situation like the solos usually aren't that good but like I'm into almost all of their solo stuff that I've heard.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely more fan of Zayn and Harry, Mm -hmm. but they all... Yeah,
0: and then I'll go Harry, Nile.
1: yeah. But they all have had, you know, pretty good success commercially, even if it's not being respected by, you know, the Academy. But yeah, so it's just, it's really weird. Um, I think you just have a mishmash again. I don't know who these voters are but they're probably much older um, and not really understanding like what is going on (laughs) in the industry what should be considered what I think one thing that was interesting I think best rock album is all women so that's kind of cool you don't see that very often but I mean I'm usually really excited about the Grammys and if it's based off of the nominations none of these people I want to see perform like, you know how I feel yeah. about Taylor. Everyone, <laughs> everyone says Folklore is her best album. I don't listen to her music, so I can't really speak to it. Dua Levi I do like, but I wouldn't, you know, say when I heard her music, oh, she's going to get six noms.
0: Yeah, the thing that the only – and it's not really an issue that I have with the Grammys and the Music um, Academy and stuff. It's more – like, it's so – music is so accessible it's so difficult to pinpoint who actually deserves because they have to have like a level of relative commercial success. But at the same time, like that's not the best music that's out there at e- almost ever.
1: Right. I mean, so it's, it's
0: just, it's frustrating because you're like, well, yeah, these would be exciting, but uh, yeah, yeah, there's just, there's a big disconnect. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you have, you know, so many artists like Britney spears i don't think has ever even won an, a grammy you have so many performers and like famous commercially well um like well commercial performers commercially successful yeah. but not but have critically not been, i mean yeah selfishly the backstreet boys i always felt deserved at least one award didn't get any um, I mean, Ariana Grande had the best album ever uh, last year and didn't win anything. Yeah. So, and yeah, because,
0: well, you could, yeah, you could say similar things for film and television, but I feel like there's a certain cream that rises within the television and film industry where you're like, yeah, obviously like a lot of um, maybe like comedy things were overlooked because they were always categorized that way. And now more recently, maybe in like, the last 10, 20 years, comedy has been getting a little more critical attention than it had before but prior to that like you you know maybe it's just I don't know is it easier because I think they're all pretty easy to consume and you kind of some people consume more music than they consume television and film but I just feel like there's so more much more music available and maybe less of it is crap. Like, maybe there's a higher concentration of strong um, yeah. music at our fingertips. And it's just more difficult to understand. Because then I, I'll pick up a single every now and then of somebody that I'll, like, it's not even really a one-hit wonder. They they have good albums and stuff. But, like, I'll never see them anywhere besides, like, I, I picked up their song from some end of a show or it got filtered over to me somehow. And then I kind of de- dive into their
1: discography but like they'll never be recognized at any critical level well and and to your point about there being so much music like i think music is probably the least affected during covid because you just need a stamp you just need a studio to record and a lot of these um artists have studios in their in their houses so it's like yeah so much music was out this year, whereas you know, obviously, movies and TV are limited because of all the production aspects. So that, and we're gonna have a
0: delay and more, right. more of that being produced. Whereas this is, this was actually a probably a hike in production.
1: Yeah, and like um, you know, you even just have the fact that BTS, another. Oh god, group yeah. that again, I'm not a huge fan of, but you have to say you can't not say they weren't everywhere.
0: You can't acknowledge the um how much Korean pop has influenced American culture this year.
1: Well, exactly. And they only got one nomination.
0: Yeah. Uh um, yeah. So And folklore is good, but it's like I, you're just—I just feel like you're hearing the same names. Well, I guess you could say that for the Academy, for like Oscars and television too. That it's like usually the same people over and over.
1: Yeah, but the problem—I—I I mean, again, I could be wrong if—if if someone actually like does the—the the mathematics. But I also just feel like the Grammys tend to be more sweeps. Like, if you have someone win Record of the al- of the Year, they're probably winning Album of the Year and Song of the Year. Whereas Grammys, or sorry, um. The Oscars and the Emmys—it's less likely to happen. I mean, it did happen, obviously, with like Schitt's Creek and some other shows. But like, a lot of the time, they evenly split it. Whereas here, like, you know, Taylor was going to probably win them all, or yeah, you know, it might be, better, or it's or, like, or duo Lipa might win them all. I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. But I don't think you're going to see a lot of diversity in the winners. I think it's going to be a lot of sweeps.
0: And yeah. And to your point, it feels like there should be even more diversity with the great, because you can have that song of the year, but your album could be shit. Right. And then your album is amazing, but you didn't really have one or two songs that popped over the rest of them. It's just like a a continuation of a great story. Whereas like with the television and with the films, you have the best direct, like that film was the best directed, but it wasn't the best written. Right. And so it's easier to, yeah, it should be. mm, Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah. And then obviously just like all the academies, um, I think Grammy probably has the most to, to really um, make up for just their discrimination towards, you know, non-white and non-male, um, artists in general yeah I mean, when
0: the industry has been almost all like all the skilled players are non-white non-males since the 20s and 30s that have been the music's been taken by white men right to like yeah
1: it's just so funny because obviously um I mean I'm not a huge Nicki Minaj fan but she came out to like reiterate what um The Weeknd was saying in terms of like he said the grammys remain corrupt um yeah what was his tweet it said the grammys remain corrupt um you owe me my fans and the industry transparency and like he like i said didn't get nominated but then there's a bone ivor song i think with taylor, bon ivor yeah with taylor or
0: that sounds yeah i think they yeah
1: um
0: but and- we're bon Iver won, what, five years ago, and he told the Grammys to go fuck themselves? Well,
1: then Nicki Minaj responded to that and said, never forget the Grammys didn't give me my Best New Artist award when I had seven songs simultaneously charting on the Billboard and bigger first week than any female rapper in the last decade. Went on to inspire direction. They gave it to the white man, Bun Iver. Yeah. So... You know, there's that there too. So, you know, not surprised, but at the same time surprised.
0: I can't, they just continue to deny hip hop the, just the acknowledgement that they deserve for completely creating our culture and community. Like that, that's been 40 years of influence Like, you could argue 45 when it started to come out in, like, the late 70s and 80s. But, like, that has been that entire community and influenced everything that we know about our popular culture.
1: Yeah, and it very rarely gets um, love in the main categories of, like, Song of the Year, Album of the Year, things like that. So... We'll see. I mean, I'm not excited for this one. Well, TBD on who's performing, but based off of the nominations, it's not really going to be, in my opinion, the most exciting performances. And that's the best part about the Grammys is seeing all the performances.
0: They might be able to save it just because they, they'll they probably be able, it'll probably be pre-taped, I would assume. And they'll be able to hopefully get a lot of good... Um, co-performance, co- or try performances of people meeting up. and Yeah, I do
1: love when they do the medleys and they cross, yeah. and they go across genres, but...
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping they utilize right now, because that's all you really can do. You have two months to get this together to film it. But, if... you know, get those people in the same room on a PJ and do rapid COVID tests and get a good performance in two days and then air it, But if it's please.
1: based off of the nominations, which usually the performances are, it's limiting already, so...
0: Yeah, I'm just hoping they just ignore that and they're just like, we're gonna get everybody we can, and it's just gonna be like the most amazing like three hour just performances of just cutting two different people in like different garages or like all these weird spaces they're using for these late night performances. Right.
1: Yeah, I'm into it. I mean, they could just make their own music videos like you're saying and not even do a soundstage, but. um I guess TBD on what that'll look like and all the award shows will look like in 2021, but that, yeah, that at least is the news behind Grammys and the controversy behind it. The controversies. Well, we have, well, it's not really
0: controversy yet. We, people are split decisions on this one. If we want to go to the story that we're going to roll out next is that Michael B. Jordan, one of the loves of our lives, was named Sexiest People, uh, you know, People's Sexiest Man Alive, Woo-hoo! which he very much deserves. And, you know, we we wanted this a couple of years ago for him. And it's really fantastic. And, um, uh, you know, People is not usually, like, on top of it. But they, have, they got Idris a couple of years ago. We were there for Idris. I can't find who they got last year.
1: It, I Maybe. thought it was um, Idris last year.
0: Oh, okay. The article, were they saying that um, Michael was then... Um I thought Idris was twenty.
1: Oh, it was John Legend last year. Oh, oh, and
0: that was kind of a miss. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah well it um, wasn't a miss but again it was too late i mean you know how i feel about john ledger you know
0: was he the sexiest man of 2019 no michael b jordan was definitely sexier than him last year too so we're super stoked that michael b got it it was announced on uh jimmy kimmel and they did a really funny thing where he came out i watched it he came out in a um a full-on like a containment suit for like disease control <laughs> or like radiation suit And then they have random people call in and ask one question, and then they were allowed to guess. And um, they probably went through, like, seven or eight people, and they weren't getting very close at all. They just ruled out, like, he. the only time they got close was some guy asked if he was an Avenger. And he's not technically an Avenger, but he's in the series, but he's a villain, so he's not an Avenger. So he said no. And then the guy was, like, very confused because obviously, like, the cast is so big that would have, you know, pretty much everybody that you could guess. Um, but then they got to this girl who's about our age, and I forget where she was. Um, and I think did she, I think her question was, do you have children? And, she, and he said no, but it really didn't rule anybody out. And then Jimmy was like, do you want to take a guess? And she was like, I don't know, Michael B.? And he was like, yes, yeah. it is Michael B. And she, like, lost it because, like... Can you imagine? Because it was just so random. She's like, "Yeah, who is the sexiest man alive?" In my head, it's Michael B. Right, and we were like, "Yeah, girl, you got it." She'd be a part of our crew. Yeah, hundred percent. So that was um, that was just fun. Uh, and but then come to find out, this was what kind of broke us going into Thanksgiving is that he was seen getting off the uh, not a PJ. They flew commercial <laughs> into Atlanta, but Lori Harvey, Steve Harvey Harvey's stepdaughter getting off a plane to maybe go have Thanksgiving with Steve in case their situation is... So we don't know if they're dating, but, like, well, it was Atlanta? very much... I don't know if you said like, that,
1: but they were touching yeah, him in Atlanta.
0: Where Steve lives.
1: Um, yeah, and bef- as far as I had known, he was dating Snow Allegra for most of the quarantine into the summer. So I loved and that. And who movie. is Snow
0: Allegra? She's a I don't singer. I even... Okay.
1: Um. Honestly another snub from
0: <laughs> Grammy
1: is because she has an incredible voice. Um.
0: And I don't even know who she is. And she you know, is, You've definitely told me her name before. Yeah, she's
1: on a lot of R&B songs. She's an R&B singer. She is Swedish, Iranian, and I believe black. So she's a very unique sound and also she's very unique looking and she's very talented. Anyone like she's on she's featured on a lot of people's songs and now she's had a few albums herself, but I knew of her because she was on a lot of like R and B songs as the female. And then she created like her own, you know, obviously she's very yeah. talented. Um and I felt I okay. like she was gorgeous, he's gorgeous, they're both talented. And, yeah, I just wanted them to be together. And so I was just sad to see that he wasn't with her, let alone with Lori Harvey.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, we're we're speculating. But the assumption is, like, oh, he came to meet Steve uh, for the weekend. But Lori is an interesting young lady because Lori... Oh, also, there's a 10-year age gap. Lori's 22 years old and Michael's 33. You would not know looking at her. Looking at both of them, you would 100% expect them to both be, like, 25, honestly. Maybe 30. Like, he's, uh, you know, he's got great skin. But he looks at me. She definitely looks older <laughs> than she is.
1: Um, he's also lived a life that we will never live until yeah. 80 and up to 22.
0: So this is, this is pretty nuts. This is what I was really shocked by, like, finding out that she was 20. I thought she was pushing 30 because she's been sprinkling in around not as, you know, not as an actress. She's a quote unquote Instagram model. Ay, caramba. She's Steve's adopted daughter from his third marriage. And she was adopted, like, about 12 years ago when they got married. So I don't know what her life was like before, but then I can only imagine how much better it got. And, but I, who knows? Like she could have been well off enough before her mom got with Steve, but then to enter into like the lifestyle that Steve is now creating. And Steve very much like cultivates his kids' careers too. And like wants them to like really be kind of following in his footsteps and do kind of like a family business type situation and like production and um he yeah he's Steve's Steve's an interesting dude. And I I'm just I can't believe that she's twenty two. She was previously engaged to a Dutch football player who's gorgeous. His name's Memphis de Bay when she was nineteen. Then that they broke up. She dated Trey Songs or she was linked to Trey Songs he's kind of what are your thoughts on Trey Song I think like he's probably a big prick
1: he's a poor man's Chris Brown and um he's actually had a lot
0: unless I'm confusing him with somebody else he's
1: he's actually known to be a prick not that Chris Brown isn't
0: oh um, he's yeah he's definitely the one I was thinking that was a big dickhead yeah he's
1: the one that Kiki Palmer called out um when they were having a party and he was like basically grooming younger girls so like he definitely had a lot of great songs when we were in college. I would say since then... He got, part into,
0: he got signed on to um, Jay-Z's label, right? And he was kind of part of the Kanye. He showed up in a few of those? Yeah, he, or am I? Yeah, he, yeah,
1: he's been on a lot of songs, but I would say his own songs himself have not been strong since, like, Trey Day, his album when we were in college. Word. Okay. That album was fire, but... Yeah, I mean...
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's Trey Songz.
1: And I also don't know but if again, this is an Trey order. Songs this is, is
0: the like, website.
1: Trey Songz is our age. Oh, yeah, and she would have been 18. Right. Future, Yeah. she also dated as, like, around our age.
0: Oh, well, hold on. Yeah, hold on. I was getting I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, because we got the other names involved, and I don't know if this is the order, but they have ordered as Trey Songs, Justin Combs, P. Diddy's son, and Future. But then also in march of 2019 it she was linked to p diddy himself when she would have been 22 had already dated or whatever maybe met oh we know that he she met diddy through his son
1: right. so she dated the son and the father
0: yeah and she's also 22 and diddy's now 50 yeah and and then um and then we'll see if Michelle's hangups are still there. But the, she hit a parked car and she rolled her car over in 2019 and she walked away from the accident and she was arrested by the police. So Michelle had a lot of like...
1: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. She was like, I was like, yeah,
0: I would have if I was 21 and had was used to my daddy, you know, handling everything. She probably didn't even realize that walking away was a crime. from Yeah. <laughs> To be honest, she was probably like, how the fuck do I handle this now? Like, what do I do? Like, I'm, per- I'm sure she's never. I I, bet, I doubt she even had AAA. That's what I would have done. You know, you call the police and then you call yeah, AAA. Yeah, I she,
1: da- she faced her dad. She her dad. Yeah. But she was never but booked. But you go back to the scene. She was only arrested. So I'm sure daddy helped
0: No, us. she was booked.
1: She was arrested, but not, like, booked. And um, No, she was. The art- she was charged with a misdemeanor. Oh, the article I said said that it was... Um, Oh, I have, that
0: she was was put in custody, booked, and um, uh, she was going, they gave her a citation. Oh, okay. Because, like, there was only um, property damage to the other vehicle, and so it wasn't anybody nobody was harmed um but yeah it's pretty nuts so they're uh, they're calling her an instagram model since 2017 when she was 18 and could go on it you know become a, like an instagram model and then she's signed to select model management la models and she likes to ride her horse so like i mean i can't even with michael on this decision yeah
1: not to mention i mean i said this to casey before we got on like i've read steve harvey's dating book like I think it's they made it into a movie later like think like a man or whatever it's called and the whole thing about the book is giving the 90 day like basically treating a relationship like a job and the benefits don't kick in until 90 days yeah so so you're not supposed to give it up
0: until you're 90 days into the relationship right
1: and like knowing that she's been with these guys I'm sure she wasn't not giving it up knowing who these men are that she was with they're all you know they sing about sex twenty four seven. I mean, it's just—it's
0: just also like, oh, it's just get a. Can you get a job? Can we get an internship? Can we get a college degree? Like, can we get a?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a big upgrade for her to be with Michael B. Jordan, but in my opinion, it's a big downgrade for him. Downgrade for we him. he needs someone that is, you know, as incredible as he is. Because for those that don't know, he recently started his own OnlyFans account where all the don all the money he makes he's donating to charity.
0: It's just for his mustache because his mustache he's created a name for it and he has the mustache like do different things. But yeah, yeah. And then he's donating the charity's really great. He's um he worked with his barber and all the money is going to be going to barbershop education to kind of reinvigorate that societal need of like what a barbershop stands for in a community, and like the technical schools and these like two year colleges need to get more funding because people don't need a college education. Like, it's not helping our society to gather this much debt and have no skills because you have a philosophy degree and a sociology degree and an English degree. And I like studying all these things, but I have no ability to plan for my future, or understand finances.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I mean just the fact that, you know, every celebrity under the sun is now getting OnlyFans for another form of income. Whereas he clearly acknowledges he doesn't need that, but he's using his clout for good and for that reason alone. Like
0: Yeah, if he can monetize something to then put it towards and and his whole philosophy on life has been all about this for the last three years, about how he's like not he's like now starting to maybe feel like he can slow down because he's been able to get himself to a place where he and his family don't have to care. Like they don't have to worry about anything. And that was his entire goal. And then his next phase of his goal, like he it's unbelievable to hear him talk about this stuff. It's so inspiring because his feet are so on the ground and he has a distinct vision for where he wants his life to be. And he wants to be going in production and direction and creating not like a Tyler Perry level type thing. He's not so interested in that, but just being able to make the projects that he wants to make and have the money that he wants to make to donate and support, to, right?
1: Support to do people. the
0: charities that he wants to be creating, and um, so he can put money back into his communities and and really just change things in his area that he knows that he and for the people that he grew up with to better every. And it's just like yes dude these are
1: the celebrities we want to be successful because they deserve to be successful because they're good humans
0: yeah and they're gonna be able to get stuff done as much as you want to like hate on celebrity it Mm -hmm. will let you get stuff done yeah
1: so hopefully and if you
0: get the right people behind you like be strong and you get the people on the ground to do the footwork and you can have that vision. I mean, he could really do a lot of stuff that the government would not be able to help with.
1: Exactly. So hopefully this is just like their friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he just wanted to like come hang out with Steve? That's what I'm... Like he was like, that's what I'm well, let me talk myself. to your dad about some future projects. Or like, yeah, let me get on this production company game. <laughs> or like. Yeah, do they have other... I mean, there's other siblings. Maybe he's friends with the other siblings. <laughs> Maybe he was gonna start filming something in atlanta so they just like got on the
1: same flight <laughs> from la together yeah i mean i mean did anybody see them at lax
0: together because we only have them getting off in atlanta together <laughs> so
1: this is what we're telling it's all ourselves a coincidence to sleep at night yeah but yeah
0: oh god yeah and Then there's, so we go into the other people that got together this week and are happy some other ridiculous <laughs>
1: relationships yeah so yeah, the first one
0: out of the like, yeah, Gabby Sidibe. Um, she got engaged to her husband, her fiance. They I, I heard her on Nicole Byer's podcast and she met him through Raya. I forget what he does. I think he's a production behind the scenes like dude, but um, I'm, I'm pretty sure she met him on Raya, the celeb dating app. Um, so that, yeah, uneventful. I don't know when the last time like I saw her and anything was
1: yeah she was in um you know what she was in that was funny uh
0: um, it's on the tip of my tongue that you know is it people. difficult people okay yep all right
1: yeah
0: that was a couple of years ago yeah, right? no.
1: i mean she could have yeah. been in other stuff but the last thing i saw her in was difficult people, difficult on, people. On, each, on hulu for those who haven't seen it highly recommended if you like a snarky comedy
0: oh man snarky is right that was great
1: um and Nick Kroll
0: eloped uh yeah we were like okay we actually kind of I don't think we talked about this on the podcast but I think on a personal conversations we were both like well he'll
1: probably be marrying this one yeah because they have been together for a while and he had been posting a lot of photos of her she's I forgot what she does something in is she a visual artist yeah, I guess, something in art like not in the you know celebrity entertainment world but still in like the arts world which is makes sense yeah. for him um
0: well homie doesn't have to worry about anything because daddy is a yeah, he's millionaire. millionaire. Yeah. Before he even already made his own money in production and production companies, like yeah, it's it's bananas. But um I mean, it's so weird how his dad made his money. So it's already um I'll never understand it. And and then the one that really <laughs> Oh man, coming up in the rear. We got our old, we got our ex-crush, Matthew Perry. Got engaged to 29-year-olds. But the, the the way he announced it was so... Like, we don't know what's happened to Matthew Perry. We don't know who we were were in love with. I think that's the question of, like, who what happened to the man we did love? And he announced... He goes, yeah, so I wanted... I think he went on Twitter, because he's, like, addicted to Twitter, like, in a weird John Cusack kind of way. And that he just said... I was thinking about I wanted to get engaged, and I just so happened to be dating the most amazing woman. So it's like, oh, okay, you couldn't even take your engagement like seriously and say like I'm happy to announce that I'm engaged to a woman that I'm deeply in love with, or like <laughs> they've been together for at least two years because she posted about how this is their second Thanksgiving together. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's I I I hope he's well. He looks okay. He doesn't look great.
1: Yeah, he hasn't looked great for a while. Yeah. Um, we'll see.
0: <sighs> we'll see is correct.
1: That's all I can say to that one. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, man. I mean, that was really just, that's a downfall that we were not expecting to witness from the 90s. But I guess we should have known because, like, the signs I mean, were there to us. We
1: saw it in some of the seasons when he looked totally different. From all the code, but yeah, <laughs> allegedly, or
0: <laughs> well, no, it was other. It was a combination of other things. It wasn't. It was just was that so much? No, I don't even think it was really bad. I think it was more pills, oh. a different couple kinds of pills and stuff. Um, but yeah, we can we can readdress that later. But um, but yeah, that's pretty much everything else is political, which we're not going to cover. Yeah, and yeah. So I guess we can go Let's... into what
1: we're watching.
0: Yeah, what did you, what have you been watching? So,
1: you know, I think you had mentioned it two weeks ago, but I finally watched and finished Queen's Gambit after you and a bunch of other people recommended it.
0: Yeah, I haven't even finished it yet because now everybody's like, it's not even that good. So I'm well, like, no. okay, well, what's the point?
1: I think I'm the <laughs> only one who says, I liked it. I just agree with, the, with someone who had mentioned this in advance of me watching it that I don't think it needed to be a six or whatever it is, seven seven episode, seven episode yeah. show, I think it could have either been four episodes or just a long movie. My brother and my mom both disagree with me, so they both loved it to the way it was. Um, but I, I'm glad I watched it. I don't think I wasted time watching it. Um, whereas I did watch, speaking of Netflix, the Kevin Hart comedy special, which I mean, as a huge fan of Kevin Hart, despite his issues across his career. Um, I always loved his stand up, and this special, I will say the first 30 35 minutes are pretty bad. I don't think I laughed once. In fact, there was a time where I was considering turning it off. I'm kind of glad I didn't because I will say the second half, which is about another 20 minutes or so, I did start laughing and I was like, okay, this is the Kevin Hart I appreciate. I just wish it didn't take 30 minutes of him complaining about being canceled to get there. Um,
0: Yeah, when he's clearly not. Like, yes, you were canceled for a moment because you got fired from the Oscar job, but, like, honestly, like, what else Yeah,
1: you haven't had it as bad as other canceled people. And I agree he shouldn't have been canceled for that tweet. And then, you know, I thought he took the right approach when they took back the cancellation and then offered it to him again. And he said, no, cause it was like a bad taste, but I mean, he has had a pretty successful life considering and, you know, he's cheated on his wife, which I'm not a huge fan of. And she still stayed with him and they have this beautiful family and he's still very successful. So like all things considered, you're pretty well off. So to hear you complain for 30 minutes was really frustrating. And at least if you're gonna complain, make a joke out of it, like Dave Chappelle complains a lot of times in his specials, but they're always hilarious in his joke, the way he tells it um
0: yeah, is it the classic tale of um you know somebody's not um a part of society anymore?
1: yeah, he's too out of touch say, in my opinion, yeah, um, which is sad because he wasn't for so long um. And then I've been watching, I don't think I talked about it when it started this season, but I've been watching the new season of This Is Us, which I appreciate. I think there's only one or two seasons left. So knowing that there's only a set amount of season has made me more happy about it. The first season was great. The second season was good. The third season was definitely, in my opinion, like, exhausting to watch <laughs> yeah. um and now i'm appreciating this season the storylines how they're starting to connect things i mean um sterling brown no matter what he's in Ugh, he kills. The best. it. he's the best yeah i mean he's definitely him and milo are the best actors and best storylines of the show i could kind of live with the other storylines live without them but um they're at least better this season than they were last
0: word what do you so how many what season are you on with that i think think
1: we're on four right now
0: okay so that's good everybody needs to wrap it up around five or six that's always a good idea
1: the fact that i know that they've said that there's either five or six seasons is like why i was like okay i'll continue because it won't be a 10 season thing yeah it should have ended at season five or six
0: yeah, exactly. Word. Word to your mother. Yeah. So I'm taking the British approach. So that's a good, good um, role in Trending. for me on the British approach. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> British approach. Um, I hope there's going to be a third season. I didn't even Google to see, like, what happened with this show because um, it it's called Game Face. It stars Rasheen Conady, who's um, a British stand-up. And just I don't even know if she's that much of a stand-up of just, like, a comedy personality. Like, she does all the panel shows that I watch. And I think one of her first things was the Greg Davies show that was really popular that he did based on his life as a teacher. Um, was it the was it the in betweeners? Was that he, uh, he might have just also been on the in-betweeners. I think there's another show. Um, but I love Rosheen because she's incredibly relatable for just having it like being a disaster of a woman that I always appreciate. And this is definitely a PG-13. It's a less, like, emotionally high-stakes version of Fleabag, but it had very similar circumstantial comedy. Like, it opens up the first episode um, is that she's at a temp job because she's trying to be an actress, but she hasn't had an acting job in, like, three years. And um, she's at a temp job, and she goes up to the roof to smoke a cigarette, and um, a woman is there who's getting, like, drunk and is about to jump. And she like sits with, and she's like basically starts to talk this woman off because she's like, my life's a fucking mess. Like, what are you even up here for? Like, and tells the woman like kind of the incidences that have happened to her in the past few years. And um, the big thing is like her boyfriend of twelve years broke up with her, m- goes to Vegas and marries the first like woman he talks to after knowing her for six days on Roisin's birthday. Of course, he gets married to yeah. So she's just like. Well, this was my, what happened to me last year, and then they're like, she's like, "Oh God, you're like, like, why aren't you up here trying to kill yourself? Like, your life is worse than mine." And then these guys come up to the roof and like tackle Roisin off, and they're like, "Like, we know you're a temp, but your life is worth living." They <laughs> <I> think she's <laughs> the one
1: trying to kill herself. Yeah, that.
0: and then and then she's like, "No," I, but she doesn't want to like out the other chick. So then everybody in the office is really nice to her because they think she's suicidal. And then the woman who is up there ends up like emailing the boss being like it wasn't marcel maricelle that was up here trying to kill herself it was me mary and then the woman's like you're disgusting for pretending you were suicidal to get cake <laughs> like, to get cake <laughs> yeah so it's just it's all like a very sitcom like Seinfeldy, flea bag. but um it's really great there's like a will they won't they with a like with a really adorable guy and um, it's very short. It's two seasons of six episodes each, so I really huh. just—it's like three hours. Yeah. yeah, I just ate it up. Do that in a day. <laughs> yeah, so I'm hoping they have a third one because this—the uh, way they end season two—is really exciting for her character, and um, and uh, so I'll keep an eye out for that because it's definitely one of the more recent shows. So I'm wondering if like a third season's already aired, or if it's just a you know kind of classic British thing where they're only going to do. Really two seasons right. and just kind of walk away, but it left it up for a very exciting what could be one final like third season where she could get a happily ever after. Um so I was on board with that. So that's on Netflix. Uh and then also on HBO Max total, uh, we'll take another turn, uh, completely uh well within the Casey Murphy realm, but like completely different is Underwater, which was the sci-fi movie. <laughs> with Kristen Stewart and um Vincent Cassell and TJ Miller. <laughs> and, yeah. And um it I not only did would, you
1: lose me at sci-fi but then you lost you me You lost me at Kristen Stewart. Even more at Kristen Stewart. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this movie got panned
0: like critically just like what the F and I was like okay well I'm not gonna go to theater oh so it came out obviously during COVID so I was like this would be a movie that I would normally actually probably go see in theaters not with this cast like I would have been like oh, Kristen Stewart's gonna like ruin this for me but she this is probably one of her most likable characters it's not like a very super interesting character but like from everything that we've seen of her like, this has been one of my favorite films. Wow. Um, I like, I mean, she kind of, she started to really turn for me when she hosted SNL. And I thought she did a great job doing that. And I was like, okay, this is, because I'm not going to get on board with Twilight. I'm not going to, and everything else was like, I don't understand what you're trying to do here. Like, you're trying so hard. And so this one was fun. Um, yeah, I liked her character. I was definitely, uh, it Wondering how the hell they're going to get out of the situation. It's a company, um, they started, it's a Chinese funded project to do some digging in the Mariana Trench, uh, which we know like really nothing about. And so it's like an underwater, almost like astronaut type situation. Um, crazy, crazy stuff happens if your suit gets any kind of like. Water in um, it. If air if air comes in anywhere the pressure is so intense that it makes your body explode. So when people start dying
1: <laughs> they start exploding. Oh my god, this is definitely a case this movie and not a show. On. <laughs>
0: and then there's obviously underwater creatures that are like what the hell are these? So I'm all about like evolution and like we have no idea what's in the water and like is that where the aliens actually landed the first? <laughs> so I was super into it um I was actually surprised that it got such critically like uh, dis- d- panned across the board of like what a waste of time because of all the sci-fi movies in this genre, this is this is a good one.
1: Wow, I'm surprised T.J. Uh, and- Miller is getting love again.
0: Well, I was excuse me. Um, I was th- trying to think. Was this after he quote unquote got canceled, but at the same time? Like I'm, we're also seeing the trend that um, it's been, oh, it's been. I don't want to say like an easier road for comedians to come back from, but like the comedians' conversations or accusations seem to be much more disputed
1: yeah i mean than a
0: lot of like other people's claims and accusations we're definitely
1: seeing the resurgence of louis ck so
0: yeah and
1: i think along the same lines with tj
0: miller is like it was the story was really disturbing it was from what i remember like one story so then people immediately jumped down her throat and was like this world girl's not well. We also went to college with TJ Miller, and like this is definitely not what happened. That story itself was very, very complicated. Yeah. With TJ. Basically, he was accused of assaulting somebody that he went to college with, like with a beer bottle on as well as like his his own body. Um, uh, but then apparently like she did report it in college and it was dismissed then and it's been very, very, like, very difficult for her to really, like, function, and I, I, you gotta believe the stories, and it makes a lot of sense for, like, her pattern of, um, trauma since then. It's just, it's so complicated, because yeah. then it's, like, um, so many people came out to defend him, and it was just, ugh, it's so, it's gross, but it's also, like, this is awful for everyone involved, and, yeah. And we'll never know the truth because no one's it's not like he's going to say like, oh, yeah, that did all happen. But yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty bananas. Um, but yeah, sorry to take a dark turn there <laughs> to bring it back up. A notch, <laughs> the last thing I watched recently that was new was Super Intelligence on HBO Max as well with Melissa McCarthy and Bobby Cannavale and a artificial intelligence like comes to life, kind of, but just through obviously Her not fallen, a physical right? life. All the, everything that we're on, you know, it's everywhere. We're it's already too late for all of us. Like it's fine, just give in because if you have a smartphone, it's already over. Uh, but it's the voice of James Corden, and that's very funny because they address that immediately and tell you like why it's the voice of James Corden, <laughs> and then it's supposed to be. James Corden itself so they I thought that they were just gonna be like oh yeah he voiced it but it's actually the character of James Corden like voicing this thing oh, so it. that was fun yeah and obviously I'm obsessed with him so I was down and I just wish we could clone Bobby Cannavale yeah. I mean he is a gem he is a
1: gem and he just continues to impress he definitely deserves more I mean he's getting a lot more like films but I feel like he's not as respected as he should be by like the general audience like a lot of people still don't know who he is
0: yeah when they're we and those would be just the people that we would like stop talking to and walk away from if they said like wait who's bobby cannavale we would be like okay we can't continue this conversation well i'm
1: sure most of our friends listening to this don't know who he is
0: no don't say that so we'll
1: find out in our next room they call. would know him
0: from will and grace they would That's know him from how
1: I know him from. Yeah. But not... but
0: he's also a man of stage. Exactly. He started off in Broadway and he is taken under from Al... he's under Al Pacino's wing and he's part of he's gotten the okay approval from that part of old New York stage and, and film and We're here for you. And he's been body. in a lot
1: of big movies too. It's just he usually isn't the leading man or And this yeah, this part should really be kind of they really
0: don't write this as anything more than a fluff piece and he's really like fantastic throughout it and he adds he adds a lot to it when it's very clearly a Melissa McCarthy vehicle right and then you got Brian Tyree Henry who's great um who's also I learned was the original uh king in Book of Mormon which I didn't know that on Broadway Oh, I
1: didn't know
0: that either. Yeah, he yeah he was with the Josh Gad and Andrew Rannells wow, cast. Wow, yeah. what a cast! Yeah, to I was like, damn. He looked he was like eighty pounds lighter. Like he looks like a different person when I saw when I go back and I Google like performances of Book of Mormon. You
1: know,
0: when I'm cleaning. What
1: else is there to do these days?
0: <laughs> Nothing. I got more puzzles at Target on Black Friday, so that's exciting. But I can't make any more Legos because a they're too expensive and I have no more shelves. Because I don't know how to find a stud.
1: And also, so. when you buy them from China, they send you glasses instead. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, I'm just not going to buy them from China. I was going go to go from Target, but they came out with
1: new Harry Potter ones. And
0: I was like, oh, I want the
1: Weasley's house. <laughs>
0: and then I was like, no, Casey, walk away. <laughs> and that's what I had to tell myself.
1: Uh, all right. Well, another week down. We'll hopefully have some more exciting news next week.
0: Yeah, maybe people will get out of the house. Well, actually, L.A. is going to be back on a lockdown, so we'll have to see. Yeah,
1: I think lockdowns are going to be happening more and more over the next couple weeks. So even more reason, even more of a reason to sit at home and watch more TV and consume content are favorite things to do.
0: Yeah, I know. The only thing that we're missing is like the clones of bobby kind of all <laughs> to be on the couch with us but like we're gonna figure out well, how to clone people during the
1: epidemic if we're then... cloning i'm cloning michael b jordan adris salva oh
0: you're getting two yeah you're getting in line for two Yeah, all right i didn't know we were signing up for multiples
1: i mean i've waited this long i, I deserve two i mean
0: i don't think it would be bobby it would be like i mean if we're doing that it's chris Evans. let's yeah, yeah.
1: chris Evans yeah you. let's
0: be real yeah
1: and Drake, and Jimmy Fallon. I would just have like a whole... Oh,
0: it would be fun to have a Jimmy. Like, Jimmy is such a good hang. Yeah. We're best friends with you, Jimmy. Jimmy have will him.
1: entertain you throughout the day, you know? You don't even need television if you have Jimmy in your house. Well, Jimmy, I think would actually, I think more beneficial for us, would be
0: entertained by us. I think it's his time to kind of turn off and take a little cat nap, but he would think that we're so fun.
1: Yeah, that's that true. That would be
0: like... He would be on board with this. And then we'd go, we support you while you go do your show. We would have different clones of him. We're not having a sister-wife no, situation. No, no. Yeah, we're having our separate clones. And then all three. And then we go to lunch with Nancy. I and was just to say, and then,
1: we, <laughs> and then do we double date with our clones and Nancy and the kids?
0: <laughs> well, no, the kids can't be there because that's too dramatic. <laughs> You have 3 of your dads like how can these We're not
1: trying to put them in a psych ward before they're <laughs> No, we 18. like these kids.
0: These kids are going to be great. Like, yeah. We we just won't have any contact with them. They're going to be with the real Jimmy and the real Nancy and then Jimmy will want to hang out with his clones cuz why that's so weird. Why wouldn't you want to hang out with your clones? Yeah. Yeah. And then that, those three would have conversations and then we three would talk about how funny our cl- like Jimmy's are.
1: Okay. I'm on board with that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we get mimosas. All
1: right, so call up Kristen Stewart and TJ Miller, find out the the side <laughs> by behind it, and we'll get it down.
0: No, that yeah, That's this how is it more. Works, um, right? <laughs> yeah, they were definitely not looking into cloning. What was the movie I was watching? It was cloning. There's other stuff. I'll call like Spielberg or something. No, call yeah. up
1: Barbara Walter or Barbara Streisand.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, Baba like,
1: baba Yeah, Streisand. She
0: cloned I her know, dog. We got hooked up. Yeah, yeah. If they're cloning dogs. There are clones of people. Let's be clear. There's no way you can clone one biological thing and not clone another biological thing. But all right. That's all right. We're that, going, we got to go. Going- we got I got to get off.
1: I was going to say the conspiracy pod is up next. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we'll see you guys all next week.
0: Yeah. Happy holidays. Everybody. Happy holidays.
1: Stay safe.